0: Howdy folks and welcome to another episode of the Mindset with Muscle podcast. Super, super excited today because I've wanted to do this for a while. And I wanted to talk about this for a long time. And what it is, is five things that I have learned from David Goggins. Now, if you have never heard of who David Goggins is, I highly recommend that you go and search for him. David Goggins is an author. He is an ex-Navy SEAL. And one of the things that I want to explain that I really understood from David Goggins is his mindset. And I want to kind of rewind you back to 2017. In 2017, I was getting ready for one of my crazy charity events. And at the end of 2017, around November time, I ran backwards for 24 hours. I managed 109 kilometers backwards in 24 hours. And it was my second ever charity event. And I always surprised myself on my first one because my first one was pushing a 140 kilo sled for 24 hours. Now, I didn't think that it was possible for a human being to do that until I did it myself. And then it got me thinking what was possible, which is why I ventured the next year into doing the backwards run. And I was trying to explain to somebody how you're able to do that. And I couldn't really put my finger on being able to talk about how to do it. Until I stumbled across a podcast interview with David Goggins. And David Goggins started to talk about a few things in the podcast. Firstly, he talked about something is not part of my five things I've learned. It should be six things. But it is the 40% rule. And this is really an important thing to understand. When you think that you can't go anymore understand that you're only at 40% and this is something that I discovered when I was doing my sled push this is something that I discovered when I was doing my backwards run okay because one of the biggest things that I did during that is halfway through say 9, 10, 11 hours to these events I honestly felt like I only had about 30 minutes left in me before I had to give up but because I knew this 40% rule, and I reminded myself that we're, we're just a little bit tired now, but we're actually only at 40%, it allowed me to get over that hour and carry on pushing. And with the backwards run, you know, I was about, hello, I, I must have been about 18 hours into running backwards. And honestly, I just didn't think that I'm going to make it. I didn't think I had it in me. And then I realized that I was only around 20 minutes off getting the world record. And as soon as I knew that, I stripped off one of my jackets and I ran my fastest ever 5k backwards. Fastest ever, even when I was training fresh and I was 18 hours in. So it's incredible what the human body can do. And really, one of the things that you need to understand about pushing past what is possible is the only way that you're going to realise this in yourself is putting yourself in these situations. No matter how many books you read, you cannot really have this mindset until you do it yourself. So one of the things I want to go through is some of the quotes from David Goggins and and try and unpack them in how I interpreted those quotes. So the first one is something that David Goggins said in his interview, I believe it was with Joe Rogan. And what he said was, you don't need six-pack abs if your mind is steel-plated. I'll say that again. You don't need six-pack abs if your mind is steel-plated. And what I took from that is really understanding why a lot of guys want six-pack abs. Now, the reason that a lot of guys want six-pack abs doesn't necessarily have much to do with a six-pack. It has more to do with confidence. The confidence to take their top off. The confidence as a man, because many years back that was the envision of the perfect man to have a six-pack. You, know, you looked at all the men's health magazines and that was meant to be the vision of a perfect man. So the whole point in having a six-pack to a lot of guys was that wearing a six-pack, having a six-pack develops confidence. It develops self esteem. And it's, of course, if you're that way inclined, a projection to the opposite sex. However, one of the things that Debbie Goggins is talking about is not needing a six pack. He says you don't need six pack abs if your mind is steel plated. And what I think he means by that is you don't need a six pack to be confident. You don't need a six pack to build your self esteem. You don't need a six pack to be successful in life, what you need to do is still plate your mind to do the things that you're supposed to do, to exercise, to look after yourself, to go out there and become a success, to not listen to that voice in your head that's telling you that you're no good. Because that is the thing that you need to develop as a human being, whether you're male, female, whatever, you need to work on this and something that I always say is transformation starts from the neck up once you get this right everything else follows and the chances are you're probably going to end up with a six-pack because of all the things that you are doing in your life that are positive that are producing a positive outcome so you are eating better food you're exercising more you're going out there and seizing the day you're attacking what it is that you're supposed to be doing with your life and that is living a life of purpose so you don't need six-pack abs if your mind is steel plated the next one is a great one of the work is unseen. And I love that because I completely agree. I would say this, what you practice in private, you will be rewarded for in public. And I have another quote, which I've used for many, many years, and it's float like a duck and paddle like fuck. And the reason that I use that quote is when you see a duck on a lake, it looks like it's just floating. It looks like it's just so effortless. But if you looked under the water, you'd see its legs paddling like fuck. So that is the kind of thing that you want to display to people. You know, if people are looking at the things that I do, if people are looking at things that you do, and they say to themselves, God, you make life look so easy. One of the things that you do not want to do is correct them. You just want to smile and nod. And I guarantee some of you listening and watching this have had someone say to you, God, you're so lucky. And there's an interesting thing about luck, because the harder you work, the luckier you get. So 99% of the work is unseen. And it's so, so true. You know, People don't see the early mornings or the late evenings when you're beating on your craft. People don't see the books you read. People don't see your journal entries people don't see how you manage your stress people don't see all the fuck ups the failures and the mistakes that it took to get where you are today so when you understand that 99 percent of the work is unseen and be confident that if you do that work when no one is looking you will be rewarded in public because when you are doing the inner work when you are doing the work behind closed doors it gets shown pretty damn quick to other people in your confidence, in your self-esteem, and in your success too. So 99% of the work is unseen. Moving on to the next one, number three. I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same. And I'll say that again. I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same. A lot of people fear annoying other people. A lot of people worry about pissing other people off, in case they say something wrong, or they offend that person. Now, this all depends on who you are as a person, but I'll just tell you what I'm focused on doing. And I believe, of course, what David Goggins is focused on doing too. And what he is focused on doing, and of course what I am focused on doing, is making other people healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger. Now, in order for me to help as many people as I can get healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger, I need to tell them the honest truth about the things that they're not doing. And a lot of those things that they're not doing are pretty plainly obvious to see. But the trouble with a lot of people is that they are worried about offending someone by saying something or highlighting something that somebody is not doing. Like if I turn around and say to someone, hey, man, you've put on a bit of weight. Hey, you know, you, you, look, you look like you're not looking after yourself. You're being a bit lazy lately. You're always angry all the time. You're always getting annoyed with people. You know, highlighting things which a lot of people are a bit afraid to point out in others. And the reason that they are afraid of pointing these out in others is because, once again, they don't want to offend them. But if your mission and your goal is to help people, how many people do you help by being nice and not letting people know where they're slipping up? Because a lot of people, will continue to do it as long as they continue getting away with it and they continue getting away with it because nobody highlights it and if you are that person that highlights it there is going to be two responses there's going to be some person getting offended by it and not making the change there is also going to be somebody that gets offended by it and makes the change because sometimes we need others to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves And if you just tiptoe around, if you just be nice to people, if you don't point the finger and highlight some things that somebody needs to improve, they won't improve. And what you're doing is just by your actions, not making changes in others. In fact, you are just enabling others to stay the same when so many people do not want to stay the same. So many people are very unhappy. So as David Goggins said in the quote, I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same. Sometimes we just need to be honest and open with people and know that we're probably going to get some backlash from it. But I would rather people respect me. And also, it works both ways. If I am calling up people on their bullshit, if I am being brutally honest with others, it is a signal that you should be the same to me too. And actually, there's nothing I appreciate more than somebody who I respect and listen to calling me on my own bullshit. Because as hard as it is to listen to and as painful it, as it is, it's what is needed to make those changes sometimes. So I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same. The next one is a fantastic one, which took me, I would say, about 10 years to finally go in. And it's performance without purpose. I have a crazy morning routine. I live you know, a very kind of structured life. I get up very early. I do breath work. I do stretching. I do all my gym training. I do cold plunges. I do a lot of mindfulness. You know, I do a lot of things to you know, perform at my best. Now, most people wouldn't blink watching me do all of these things if I was a, an MMA superstar or if I was an Olympic athlete. But no, I'm not. I'm not an Olympic athlete. I'm not an MMA superstar. I'm just me, just normal me. But the way that I live my life, the way that I train, is so I'm as close to peak performance as I can. And a lot of people, in order to get like that, need a purpose. You know, it's It's a lot easier for somebody to get in the shape of their life if they're jumping in the octagon and fighting. It's a lot easier to be regimented with a nutrition and diet regime when you are training for an Olympic medal. It's a lot harder to do if you're not training for anything. But you know what happens when you focus on being at peak physical and mental performance all the time? You're able to deal with life much better. You're able to help others better. You're able to have more energy. You're able to have more creativity. You have a better life. So if you can do all of these things, if you can live like an athlete, condition yourself like one, and perform like one with no purpose whatsoever, you will have a better life you will have a more successful life. You will have people want to surround themselves with you more because they will feed off your energy. So performance without purpose, you do not need a reason to be at your best. You just need to do it, okay? Now, this is difficult because most people, in order to get to a destination, fat loss, performance, whatever, they need a date. And a date does help because shit gets serious when you have a date in mind. And what I would say with this performance about purpose is if you are really struggling at the moment to get back into the swing of things and if you are kind of the other end of the spectrum, as in really unmotivated, really struggling at the moment, wondering what the point is in looking after yourself, getting back in shape and doing all the things that you want to do, you do need a purpose. You do need a date. You do need an outcome-based goal because you need some focus. You need to regain the habits and routines. So sometimes having that date in mind can be important. But one of the biggest things that you want to do once you start to get into that routine and start getting successful with it is to then think about how I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And that is that mentality of performance without purpose. You are in peak physical shape because life is much easier when you are. So performance without purpose. And the final one of mr goggins quotes is who's gonna carry the boats and i love this because what it talks about is when he was in navy seal training and what happens in navy seals training when you go through hell week is you get assigned a boat crew and and a boat crew i'm not too sure six eight ten Navy SEALs on a boat crew you each get given in the crew of eight to ten a boat this boat is a rubber boat which weighs around 200 pounds and you have to carry that thing around for the next five days I think and the thing that makes it more difficult is if you have a boat crew of let's just say eight and two people ring the bell and they're out you now have six people to carry a 200 pound boat And if another two people leave, then of course, you've only got six or four people to carry a 200 pound boat. So as people are struggling more, your life gets harder. And what David Goggins mindset with this is by shouting at his boat crew, who's going to carry the boats. So when his boat crew are struggling, the thing that he is talking about is letting them know that he is going to be on the boat. He is not going anywhere, and he needs them to do the same. So when he's shouting at them, who's going to carry the boats? They respond, we're going to carry the boats. And what it is, is it's a mindset. Now, I was in the British Army for six years, and what we called this was leader's legs. And you've probably experienced leader's legs before, and let me explain it. What leader's legs is, is when you're exhausted, let's just say that you are, you are on that boat, You're on that boat, two men have come off it, and there's only six of you left. When you take it upon yourself to become the leader and say, right, we're not going to drop this boat, we're going to get through this, you have what's called leader's legs. And it is a mindset because you are so focused on getting other people through this difficult time that because you're focused on getting the other people through, You don't think about how much you're physically struggling yourself. And this can be super, super powerful when you take it upon yourself to lead. Because it's no longer about you, it's about the other people. And when you take it upon yourself to become a leader and get these people through, you develop this leader's legs. And the leader's legs actually allows you to have extra energy, extra focus, because you're no longer complaining about your own issues. And I wrote down here, what it meant, leader's legs, was the mental and physical strength to push through your own self-pity and exhaustion so you can motivate those around you to achieve the task in hand. So when you are struggling with certain things in life, sometimes it just helps to shout out Loud, who's gonna carry the boats? Because it's gonna be you. It's gonna be you who carries the boat. And what you then need to focus on is who am I going to help succeed with this too? Let's put this into a practical example. You're really struggling to lose weight and you need to lose 10 pounds. What you say to yourself is who's gonna carry the boats? And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna gather around 10 people who also want to lose 10 pounds. And what you say to those people is I know that you want to lose £10. I'm going to lose the £10. And if you follow me, I'll make sure that you lose the £10 too. So then you take it upon yourself as the leader to firstly lead by example by losing the £10. And secondly, By inspiring the other 10 people to follow what it is that you're doing so they can lose 10 pounds too. And what you have essentially done with that is taken it upon yourself to guarantee success. Because it comes back to something that I say all the time. We will always let ourselves down. Time and time again, we will find ways of convincing ourselves not to do things. But one thing that we struggle a lot more to do is let other people down. So if you take it upon yourself to say I'm going to lose £10 and I'm going to find 10 more people to lose it with me and I'm going to hold them accountable to make sure that they do, you can pretty much guarantee that you have adopted the who's going to carry the boats mentality and you pretty much guarantee to succeed with that because you don't want to let those other 10 people down. Those other 10 people are using you as now their inspiration, their motivation and their fire, which then in turn gives you the motivation and fire to achieve the result so who's going to carry the boats it's you so to summarize ladies and gents the five things i've learned from david goggins over the past i would say five years you don't need a six-pack to be confident you need to steel plate your mind transformation starts from the neck up once you get your head right everything else follows What you practice in private you'll be rewarded for in public a lot of the work that you need to do to become a success no one will see take it upon yourself to do it because what you practice in private you will be rewarded for in public number three be brutally honest with people I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same sometimes we just need to call people out for their bullshit and say you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing that's going to make you healthier, happier, fitter and stronger you've gained weight you're always getting triggered you're being lazy I'm calling you out on this stuff because I know deep down you don't want to do it And the beautiful thing about being like that with others is hopefully they're like that with you too. So when you do start to slip with your own standards, you'll have those people who have your back and can call you out on your bullshit so you can get back on track too. So I'd rather you hate me and get better than like me and stay the same. Number four, you don't need a reason to be your best self. You just need to do what it takes every day to become it. Performance without purpose. And finally, step up and carry the boats. If you're struggling to do something right now, you can pretty much guarantee your success by leading by example gathering together other people who are struggling to achieve something and taking it upon yourself to lead them to success. Because when you do, the chances are you are going to pretty much guarantee your own success. So that is it from this episode, ladies and gents, of Mindset and Muscle. really hope you enjoyed it. And at the end of each episode, I say the exact same thing, the same quote, which I've said for many, many years. What you put in your body affects how you look and how you feel. And what you put in your head affects what you think and what you do and today you've been filling your heads with me Jay Alderton. Ladies and thank you ever so much for listening and I'll speak to you soon. My time, my time.